Rodney Jane here with May deals so good you'll be glad you came to Bob Jane T-Marts. Buy three selected Bridgestone, Yokohama, Dunlop or Goodyear tyres and get one free tyre. Plus up to $150 instant cash back on brands like Bridgestone, Michelin, Pirelli, Continental and more. That's not all. Get a massive 20% off on selected Kumo tyres. We won't be beaten with our best tyre price guarantee. Give us a call or shop online today. We'll look after you. This is Parked Up Plus, the place of pace for motor racing news, powered by race fuels in association with Bob Jane T-Marts. From supercars to club racing, race fuels keeps Australian motorsport moving, supplying premium products when and where racers need them. And fueling the latest news and views is Parked Up Plus. Each week, multi-award winning journalist Mark Fogarty brings the big stories and talks to the big names. If it matters in motorsport, you'll hear it first, right here on Parked Up Plus. Coming up, Brody Kay chasing NASCAR test. Supercars looking at greener, grippier tyres. S5000 stars battle to get V8 Enduro drive. And why Taupo? is the top pick for supercars return to New Zealand. All this and more straight ahead on Parked Up Plus. Here's folks. Hi there, race fans. Some hot rumours about the future of supercars championship leader Brody Kostecki. Problem is, they're not true. Well, at least not yet. The talk was that Kostecki, with the help of his Erebus Motorsport team, had lined up a NASCAR test at a road course in the United States in the break between this weekend's Tasmania Super Sprint and next month's Darwin Triple Crown. It's not happening, but efforts are continuing to get him a NASCAR test backed by Erebus. Coca-Cola racing boss Barry Ryan confirmed to Parked Up Plus that the team is working to help Kostecki in that direction, but nothing yet is confirmed. Now, of course, where there's smoke, there's usually fire. And we're hearing that as an interim measure, Kostecki will do some simulated tests for an unnamed NASCAR team. And if that all goes well, it'll enhance his chances of being invited to a physical racetrack triad in the US later this year. It's no secret that Kostecki wants to add NASCAR Cup Series road and course and street race outings to his repertoire in addition to his commitment to Erebus in supercars. Despite interest from elsewhere, Kostecki is signed with Erebus until the end of next year, as is Will Brown. Supercars is looking at developing new Gen 3 specific control tyres for next year. Pucked Up Plus has learned that there will be a meeting at Simmons Plains this weekend to discuss next-generation rubber. Dunlop's Australian motorsport manager Kevin Fitzsimmons and supercars technical officials will get together to examine how the current tyres are holding up. It was always planned to review tyre construction after the first three Gen 3 events. While there have been complaints about heat build-up in racing, Dunlop is happy with the performance of the carryover soft and super soft compounds. 
which have exhibited lower degradation due to the Gen 3 Camaro and Mustang being lighter and having less aero downforce. New control tyres with greater grip from next year are more than likely. In fact, they're already planned. We understand new construction Dunlop tyres are already here, ready for testing. A major change could be a switch from natural to synthetic rubber, from which most race tyres around the world are now made. The main benefit of synthetic rubber race tyres is durability and sustainability, the latter an increasingly important issue. Using far fewer green tyres that last longer with more grip is where most major categories around the world are heading. S5000 champion Joey Mawson has been targeted by Premier Racing as an endurance race co-driver. One problem, Mawson doesn't qualify for a supercar super license. He is eligible under Motorsport Australia requirements, having more than enough points as a dual and now probably triple Australian drivers champion. But supercar's rules demand that drivers compete in at least six Super 2 events to qualify for a main game enduro drive. Alluding to Mawson's plight, Australian Racing Group co-owner Barry Rogers says S5000 drivers are being actively blocked from supercars. You know, that continues today. You know, we've got a driver in, in uh, on our grid out there in, in, in S5000 who potentially can get a supercar endurance drive, but, uh, uh, you know, supercars won't accept him because he hasn't done six... Dunlop series rounds and you know to me we need to be very very careful with that when a driver has an ability to go somewhere because you're, you're at the risk of losing a generation of drivers coming through if every young kid doesn't believe that they can get to the pinnacle without having to spend you know millions of dollars on a pathway that's you know probably the preferred pathway by supercars being super three and super two you will lose a generation of drivers now that's all okay at the moment because the drivers are there but it will get to a point where if parents realize hold on I need to go and spend a couple of million dollars on my kid to get him through Super 3 and Super 2 to even give him a look in. I tell you, it's it's a risky thing. And, you know, you know, we believe we provide a very economical way to go racing. All motorsports expensive, Mark. I mean, you know, it's a lot cheaper to buy a kid a pair of footy boots or a cricket bat than it is a go-kart. So it starts from the very start. But along the way, we do need to, you know, just be very, very careful of the way we manage that group coming through. And, um, you know... Um, so anyway, we'll keep doing what we do and see where we land. What's more, Rogers charges that politics are excluding S5000 stars from the supercars pathway. Yeah, probably that's a, a reasonable summary of what's going on. Um, you know, I mean, to, if you can drive an S5000 successfully and 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 um, and you know, I had to use the word safely. You, 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 you can do it well. I mean, you can drive a supercar now. That you know. So, yes, there's there's drivers in S5000. I mean, look, you can start with Joey Morrison at the very front. You look at Cooper Webster. You look at Aaron Cameron. I mean, all these guys, mm. you know, have the ability um, to be driving supercars. Um, but that opportunity won't be there unless they do the Super Two. And you know that, uh, as I say, we just need to be very careful with that because in time, that uh, you know, it can be a real big knock-on effect in in years to come. 
Meanwhile, the future of ARG's suite of second-level national racing categories under the Speed Series umbrella is being questioned. The weekend's round at Phillip Island was blessed with great weather, a bigger crowd and a packed program of racing. Trans Am was a highlight with Nash Morris triumphing amid torrid racing. In CCR, Michael Clementi broke through with a win in his brand new Cupra. But questions remain about the viability of TCR and S5000 with such low car counts. AIG is majority owned by Gary and Barry Rogers. As well, Gary Rogers Motorsport, celebrating its 60th anniversary this year, enters cars in TCR, S5000 and Trans Am. And according to Barry, the Rogers are committed to supporting ARG. Well, Mark, look, it's no secret that we uh, we love motorsport, and uh, sure, there's got to be some uh, financial sense with it all. I mean, you see this weekend, we've got a shirt on with 60 years since Dad started the team back in the day, and and things have changed as the years go by. Um, you know, the question is that. Uh, is it worth it? Is it sustainable? Look, I'd like to think so. Um, you know, it's certainly challenging. It's 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 not easy. Um, um, you know, you can go through all the individual categories and and look at them in an individual manner and find positives and negatives about everything. But look, probably look, we're in a country of 25 million people. Um, if you said about motorsport categories, we're here. We have got too many. We're probably part of that problem because of the amount of categories that we do have. Um, um, but what I would say is, um, look, everyone in Australia, young, if you're a young up-and-coming driver, if getting in a go-kart, a billy kart in your driveway, you dream to get the supercars. Now, not everyone's going to get there. There needs to be other platforms to go and race on. Um, and, uh, you know, we, yeah, look, it's worth it. It is worth it because we love what, doing what we do. Is it financially sustainable? I'd like to think it is. I think if, if we can, you know, keep providing a good show and um, and just... Just keep keep at it. It's, it, it. It won't happen in five minutes, but uh, uh, you know we think we we can make it. Uh, you know something very worthwhile. So you're going to stick with it? Well, definitely sticking with it. I mean, um, you know, as of you know recently, we're you know we're very committed. You see, we're building um, a new Peugeot TCR car. You know, homologating a new car for there, um, which is a big project. GRM wise, I know that's separate to ARG, but certainly if we weren't committed from an ARG point, we wouldn't be you know putting that investment into a, a new TCR car. Um, you know, S5000, look, there's no secret there that challenges us. Much more from Barry Rogers in the full interview, including why AIG fell out with supercars, which you'll hear in Grant Rowley's parked up on Thursday. More after this short break. The Napa Auto Parts Grassroots Racing Podcast, it's all in the name. It's all motorsport, focused on those who make significant contributions to the sport we love. Correct. Some people might only see a dozen motor racing events each year, but the truth is that our sport never stops. Almost every weekend there's a car race going on somewhere. And Gaz, you're at most of them. Ah, yes, and if I'm not there, you certainly are. And you'll hear from us on the Napa Auto Parts Grassroots Racing Podcast every fortnight. You're listening to Parked Up Plus with Mark Fogarty. Welcome back. A supercars delegation visited Taupo International Motorsport Park last week to gauge the central North Island track's suitability to host New Zealand's return next year. By all accounts, the track shapes up 
and New Zealand major events is interested in backing his supercars around there. The Taupo track, proper pronunciation, Topor, is owned by billionaire motorsport enthusiast Tony Quinn, who also owns Hapton Downs just outside the Auckland area and Highlands Motorsport Park on the South Island. Quinn is confident that Taupo is Supercar's best option for a return across the Tasman. Yeah, look, we've said consistently that we, we own three tracks in New Zealand and each one of them is uh, able to cope with the supercars. Um, you know, Highlands is probably too difficult logistically to deal with. Uh, Auckland or Hampton Downs is, um, is good, but is outside the Auckland region, so you fall foul of the funding opportunity there. Um, and Taupo, if you look at Taupo, it's a fantastic track in a fantastic part of the world, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, um, it's got all the tourism benefits if you want to promote tourism in New Zealand. And Australians are the biggest tourists in New Zealand. So it makes commercial sense to promote it to the potential customers. It sounds like you're pretty confident that if supercars go to them, that the New Zealand government will back an event there as, you know, for promoting, you know, regional development. Absolutely. And, you know, like, um, for as much as I know, which is not as much as you might think, everybody is positive. Um, nobody's going to pay them a ransom to come, but sensibly, uh, commercially, I think a deal should be done, will be done, um, and it would be a travesty if they let this opportunity go. I, I think that the last race meeting at Pukekohe was a sensational event, and the one thing that we, we want to make sure of is that because the memory of Pukekohe was so good, we've got to be mindful that we don't end up going to a track in New Zealand at the wrong time of the year for the weather. You know, there's nothing worse than having a memory of a wet and soggy track, you know, so I think we're working on uh, a date that would suit both parties. New Zealand's motor racing series runs from October to April. So a supercars event at either end would make sense. Of course, Quinn also owns Queensland Raceway which he says is ready for a return to the supercars calendar next year. Well, I think it would be a good thing for them. More than, I mean, obviously Queensland Raceway is quite a successful track, um, you know, with or without the V8s, basically, you know, it's, it's quite a good uh, provincial track. Um, but I think it would be a good event for them. Um, allegedly, and I have no proof of this but allegedly it was one of the most profitable events that they had when it was running and I think at the flick of a switch they would get all those spectators back again I think it would be a good event for them Surely you want the supercars back there? Yeah, 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 I mean I, yeah, absolutely, I mean surely you've noticed I'm quite committed to the sport <laughs> and I'm well, I was going to say as, at least, if nothing else, as a co-owner of one of the top teams yeah, I mean, look, I'm heavily invested in the sport and it, it brings me great 
personal pleasure. We had the ASBK guys come back um, last year, and it was an amazing event, really good. They came back just a couple of weeks ago, and the next year they want to come back twice, I believe. Um, I just love, and we were very accommodating for all of those big events, and Ipswich itself is, you know, it's always treated as a poor cousin. I mean, you know, the east side of Brisbane's got the Olympics. Mm -hmm. The west side hasn't got much, but um, I think V8 supercars would be a great um, thing for, for everybody. So have they, have they expressed interest? No, they, I think they keep their cards very close to their chest. They know it's there. They know that it's available, you know, it would be made available. Um, it's really just up to their economic model, how they want to work it all out, and their calendar and stuff like that. I think, to be honest, and I don't want to throw names, but I don't think John Tetley did this, the event any good. I think he pissed off the state government and all those people that contributed to it. I think it was just a continuous battle. So but I'm, 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 I think I'm the exact opposite of that. Um, you know, I've been, I've had a very successful life, and I'm wanting to live the rest of it, doing successful things with good people. Again, you'll hear the full interview with Quinny in Parked Up on Thursday. In other supercars news. Twice V8 champion Marcus Ambrose won't be on the telecast at Simmons Plains. In fact, Ambrose won't even be at the event. He was a star at previous recent broadcasts from Simmons and other events with his insightful analysis. No reason why Ambrose has been dropped despite his obvious appeal. He starred on Stan Sports coverage of the Bathurst Six Hour but that was a one-off. With the supercars endurance races creeping up on us, some co-drivers feared that they might not get enough seat time to truly feel comfortable in the all-new Gen 3 races. This is not the case, however, for Tickford Racing. The Ford Mustang team has three test days up its sleeve, plus two ride days for sponsors, ahead of the return of the Sandown 500 and then the all-important Repco Bathurst 1000. Dickford co-driver Tyler Everingham, a Super 2 race winner and now competing in the National Trans Am Series, told Grant Rowley that despite the significant regulation and technical change, he's confident that he'll have enough seat time to be race ready for Sandown and Bathurst. It's all about just getting experience in the cars. Um, it's sort of a fresh start for everyone. Um, it's going to be a little bit difficult to sort of jump in and um, compete with some of the other drivers. Um, you know, they've, they've had the whole sort of year to build up and, and find pace in the cars. But, um, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. We um, have some good testing coming up and a few ride days to get some laps in the car. But, um, yeah, looking forward to it. And what were your first impressions of Gen 3? Um, yeah, they're different. Um, definitely a different car. It's just a sort of different style to, 
to drive, a um, lot less aero, um, the cars move around a lot more and, and um, they seem to you know, work the tyre a lot harder. But um, yeah, it's going to be good. We're on uh, a different tyre to what I'm used to, we're on the soft tyre for the 1000 and the 500, so it's, um, it's going to be a bit of a change, but uh, yeah, looking forward to it. You're doing Trans Am this year? Uh, with Dream Racing Australia, different cars, similar looking, but uh, you know, is it, is it you're doing this just to keep that seat time? Yeah, mainly just seat time. Um, you know, it's just more experience in a different car. Um, just try and switch the mind on and get it get it ready for the enduro season. Grant will be back after this short break with his review of all the racing action from Phillip Island and around the world. Race Fuels is Australia's leading supplier of racing fuel to national and state-level motorsport. And its range of racing fuels includes the BP Supercars E85, which is available to grassroots races. For power and protection over pump fuel, Race Fuels imports the ELF Race 102, as used by Porsche Carrera Cup and the Touring Car Masters. More info on Race Fuels E85 and ELF Race 102 is available at RaceFuels. You're listening to Parked Up Plus with Mark Fogarty. And we're heading for the chequered flag. Speed Series at super sunny Phillip Island. Milestone MotoGP in France. IndyCar on the Indianapolis road course. And Aussie success in Extreme E. Here's Grant Rowley with his roundup of racing around the world. Thanks to our partner, Bob Jane Teamer. The Shannon Speed Series hosted its third round at Phillip Island with TCR Australia, GT World Challenge Australia, Trans Am S5000, the returning V8 Touring Car Series, and the combined GT4 Australian Production Car Series, part of a big bill. In TCR, Josh Buchan took races one and three to bounce back from a tough opening round, while privateer Michael Clemente took a debut victory in his Cupra in race two. Buckin's teammate Bailey Sweeney continues to lead the standings by 21 points, heading to Winton for round three. Harold's Valente Rosso's Ross Palakis and Jaden Ojeda claimed their first victory in race one of the GT World Challenge. Race two provided fireworks as title contenders Liam Talbot and Yasser Shahin made contact, leading to a penalty for Shahin. Talbot and his returning teammate Fraser Ross Secured the race to win as Audi Sport Factory ace Max Hoffer leads the series. In the AM class, Brad Schumacher continues to dominate, having finished second and a race win at the island. It was a spectacular round for the national Trans Ams. Nash Morris put in the drive of his career, taking races two and three. Owen Kelly won the opener, but was involved in an incident in race two when he was turned around by his teammate, Eden Thornborough. In S5000, Joey Mawson won the opening race, but was penalised for overlapping at a safety car restart in race two, leaving Cooper Webster to cross the line first. Contesting British F4 this season as well, Webster added another win in the third race. Humo V8 Touring Cars saw Jude Bargwana almost claim a clean sweep. The son of former racer Scott Bargwana, the cousin of Bathurst winner Jason, Claimed the two opening encounters, but stalled at the start of race three. 
This left Jamie Tilly to take the final win of the weekend. And in the combined GT4 Australian production car series, Shane Smolin dominated proceedings, driving a Porsche Cayman 718 GT4. Overseas, there was also plenty of motorsport. Spaniard Alex Palau took the IndyCar Series lead after his first victory of the season at the Indianapolis Road Course. Just three weeks ahead of the world-famous Indy 500, Palau took victory from Pato Award and Alexander Rossi. Scott Dixon led the down-under charge to finish sixth as Will Power was 12th and Scott McLaughlin 16th. Also in the States was NASCAR at Darlington. William Byron held off Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott in a close cup race. The World Rally Championship arrived in Portugal for round five as reigning champion Calais Rovenpera dominated for Toyota. MotoGP was at Le Mans where Ducati continued its dominance. It was the Italian Marquis satellite teams doing the business though as Marco Bezenci won from Jorge Martin and Johan Zorko. Australian Jack Miller retired from the race on his KTM. Formula E visited Scotland, where Australian rally ace Molly Taylor teamed with Kevin Hansen to win the second heat. Taylor and Hansen lead the standings by 13 points after two of the five rounds with the next one in Italy. Coming into this weekend is the Tasmanian Super Swint for the Repco Supercars Championship at Simmons Plains Raceway. They'll be supported by the Battery World Aussie Racing Cars, Porsche Michelin Sprint Challenge, Australian Formula Ford, and the local Tassie Tin Tops. Overseas, Formula One will race in Imola. The legendary Nürburgring 24-hour endurance race will take place, as will NASCAR's All-Star Race. That's a big wrap of the racing that was and the racing ahead. I'm Grant Rowley reporting for Parked Up Plus with thanks to our great friends at Bob Jane T-Marts. Thanks, Grant. Well, that's it for now. Back this time next week with the latest news and views on what's happening in motorsport. In the meantime, tune in to Parked Up with Grant Rowley on Thursday to hear more from Barry Rogers and Tony Quinn. And don't forget Network R's other must-listen podcasts, Girls on the Grid every Monday and every second Friday, the Napa Auto Parts Grassroots Racing Show. This has been Parked Up Plus, where you hear the big news from the big names every week. I'm Mark Fogarty. Thanks for listening. You've just listened to another Network Hard production. 